0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Eugene Jake Berthium, veteran and uh, former uh, resident of Worcester, Massachusetts, my hometown. And uh, thank you very much, uh, Jake, for uh, taking the time to uh, speak to us on uh, this important day, uh, Veterans Day. But also we're trying to raise money for Clear Path for Veterans New England. And uh, if you could... Uh, tell the folks uh, what branch you served in, and your a little bit about your service experience.
0: Okay, I was a, uh, I was in the Air Force, and uh, the unit I was in was an uh, aircraft control and warning flight. And we were a mobile station, and we controlled. Uh, we were sent to uh, Germany. We got deployed for the Berlin Crisis. Oh man! And uh, 1961, uh, we uh, had. Being a radar station, we we, uh, we monitored all air traffic, whether it be uh, you know friendly or full. And at that time, we dealt with, we were part of NATO, so we always had two fighter jets on on CAP, what they call CAP, which is uh, continuous air patrol, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, because it was a bad time in our lives.
1: Yeah, the Cold and, War. Uh, yeah.
0: Yes, it was. And uh, then we, you know, if, if they if they didn't appear as a friendly uh, flight. Then we'd vect the fighters over to them, you know, to, to, to uh, check it out, see what it was. When we were there, we were, you know, interested in or involved in all the air traffic. But at the same time, having control of the fighter planes, we decided, well, not we. I wasn't part of the decision making. But we were ordered to uh, experiment with ground control uh, interdiction type missions. So we were, we, they, because we were in NATO, all the pilots, the common language was French and we had to need it. We needed a French contro- air, air traffic controller. So I being French volunteered and uh, got involved with, uh, um, these combat teams that were going to be deployed behind lines, whether they were going in by land or airborne insertion and, uh, to run interdiction missions on troop, uh, troop movements, uh, you know, trains, any, anything that, uh, any type of thing that, uh, presented itself fortunately it didn't come to that and uh i came home
1: (laughs) yeah that's great and 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 but that was that must have been quite a time to be there early 60s i mean the the wall was going up uh in in berlin that was the one of the the hotter points i guess you could say of of the cold war i mean the tensions the tensions must have been really high
0: they were they were and uh you know We went there specifically because of the uh, wall going up. And 40 years later, I watched on TV, and they throw it down.
1: How did you feel when you saw that?
0: Pretty emotional.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's something that you went there to try to, I guess, just stop or defend against, and then seeing it come down, did you get a feeling like... Uh, a feeling of victory or or satisfaction or anything like that.
0: No, I think I no. Uh, I didn't have any animosity. I think I think what I felt was uh, that it just closed the chapter in my life that I had such a part in. And uh, you know, as, as a young man, I was only twenty years old when I got sent over there. Yeah. So it well. was just kind of like I was just happy to to see it end and happy to. You know, it came down, and uh, things could get better.
1: Yeah, and it came down in a peaceful way, for the most part.
0: Yes, I went back to Germany uh, uh, about three years ago, and I went to uh into Berlin, and I got a little piece of rock from it. Oh, good. So, <laughs> and
1: I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, Jake, um, you know, we're doing this for Clear Path for Veterans New England. And they have so many programs uh that help out veterans uh of of all ages of all wars uh one of the things that you recently took part in was uh an honor flight and can you can you tell us a little bit about that experience
0: yes <coughs> yes it was a great great time uh, i uh was i caught i i was at a veterans meeting and uh the people from honor flight were there you know, recruiting uh, veterans to ask if they'd be interested on in going to an honor flight. And I, you know, I gave them my name and uh, had to come up with, you know, my DD two fourteen 14, et cetera. And, uh, they contacted me later on saying that I had, I had been selected and that I would probably be going in October, which I went on October 19th. Uh, and right. I, it was, It was just unbelievable. I got to the airport at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning, and there were 100, we had 75 veterans there and 75 um, chaperones. Each veteran had to have a chaperone. And there were tons of volunteers, people like, you know, from Clear Path and actually the airlines, all the airlines were, you know, volunteers, volunteering, uh, even the airplanes were uh, donated by Spirit Airlines. Oh nice. And they, they fly four times a year from my city anyway to uh to uh, Washington for it. The it was an excellent time. It was well, well organized and uh I was with World War Two veterans, Korean veterans, Vietnam veterans, and it was just like all home week. We all just melted together. It was we saw all of the uh World War Two uh Memorials, the Vietnam Memorial, the, the Korean one, and then when we came back, we had the most awesome reception I ever saw. There had to be a couple thousand people there waiting.
1: Wow, that's amazing. It was,
0: it was like, like uh, I would say it was like a uh, a parade that I saw when I was younger. When thousands of people showed up for a parade could you don't see that.
1: And and how how important is that to not just you but to the the other veterans you were with getting together, sharing the experience, taking the trip together. You know how how important is that to veterans to to be with other veterans and share their experiences.
0: I think it I think it was very very important because, uh, I I don't want to use the coined term if you haven't been here you don't know what it's like, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, everybody just, uh, opened up and sit, you know, and talked about how they never had a chance to really express themselves about what happened or talk to somebody else about it because there's, there's really nobody around other than the VA that will listen to what you did or what you had, what happened to you. You know, it's just, uh, everybody's so busy working today. Uh, unless you go to a, a Legion post or a VFW post, you're not with the people you're with and and uh at least can share some of your problems that you have as readjusting back into s- civilian life
1: and that was that was that a big challenge for you uh when you left the uh the air it force was. of getting used to civilian life again
0: it was uh, i would <laughs> I would say that even uh, I went to a college after I got out, and I would say that uh, we weren't really accepted at the college and Sometimes I wonder if my grades didn't reflect that. Hmm.
1: And and that was right.
0: And that was right in Worcester.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, where'd you go to college in Worcester? Clark University. Oh Clark, right, right, right there on Main South. Um, yeah. So, but how, you know, Clear Path for Veterans, New England, they have so many programs that gets that get veterans out or together and get them get them participating in things together. Exactly. And talking, and uh, you know, and that's why we're trying to raise money so they can keep those programs going, and and uh, you know, and and help guys like you and other veterans, you know, just to let them know that you're not alone. You know, you're, yeah, you know. And were you able to share experiences not just from other uh, veterans of your own generation, but maybe some of the younger guys too? Yes. Well, the
0: thing is. We were kind of. There was no younger ones really. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah? They haven't
0: got down into. They haven't got down into into, uh, into post Vietnam yet. Oh, okay. It is still, but actually, is uh, out of the thirteen to sixteen million U.S. veterans from World War II, there are only approximately four hundred fifty thousand still alive. So they're dwindling very, very fast from World War II, yeah. and very shortly in another year or two, we'll be out of those veterans. Yeah. They'll all have passed. But clear path is. Uh, doing a fantastic job I don't know if you're aware of some of the some of the uh, benefits that they have but they have a, uh, a program where they're training dogs for people with PTSD right and I think they have right now about eight or nine dogs that are in training and it is so involved because they it's like the dogs go there every day to school but at night they have a foster family that has to come pick them up and take them home and take care of them and then the next day that foster person has to bring them back in the morning to go to school it's like having, it's like taking someone else's child to school. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's just uh, some of the programs they have are just, it, it's, they're just getting off the ground now, and they're doing a fantastic job of it.
1: Yeah, uh, specifically with the service dogs you're talking about, you know, it takes a lot of resources. Not only the family taking care of of the dog, and then the training, and and transportation, and care, and everything that 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 takes some money, and you know, and that's what we're trying to do: raise money to. To keep programs like that going, because that's those help. Those definitely help. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And it it, it, it benefits the people with uh, PTSD because the people that suffer from PTSD uh, have deep rooted problems of things that they did and saw, and uh, they really can't explain it to anybody. And that it's something that they live in their conscious forever. Even the people that were in World War II, they may not speak about it all the time, but these people will tell you when they when they're talking to you. They'll never forget what they started. They they think about it every night.
1: And like you said, it's and it's it just it's even more beneficial if you can talk to somebody who's had a similar experience. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Jake, uh thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you very much for your service. Mike, thank you.
0: And I hope I see you on Monday.